you so much for tuning in to another episode of The Ring with Omenasa. This is a show where I encourage you and I remind you that you are a fighter in the ring of life. And I know that you will win. Once again, thank you so much for tuning in to The Ring. Omenasa here, December 27th, 2020. It's a beautiful day in the city of New York. And let's see what the weather is. Let's see what the weather is today. I don't even know why I have to look for it because the Lord knows that I was freezing my butt off this morning on my way to church. But let's just try to be accurate, you know. Let's try to be accurate. Let's try to be accurate. Oh, what is the... Look at me. Like I'm really, really trying so hard to find out what the weather is today. Oh, well. I can't even find it on this phone. Hmm. Okay, well, let's move on. Hello, how was your Christmas? I had an amazing Christmas, really. Let me tell you how I spent my Christmas, excuse me. So, I spent my Christmas sorting out my laundry. I have laundry that has been sitting down there for so many months. It's just unbelievable. And so I sorted out my laundry by the colors, by the whites, the blacks, the colors. (laughs) I bagged them up, cleaned my house, and I traveled. I went out of town. I'm not going to tell you where I traveled to, but I did travel. Yes, I traveled out of New York. And I slept. I attempted to watch a movie, fell asleep, slept. That was my Christmas. I wore a Christmas shirt, though. It was absolutely beautiful. It looked like Christmas. It was a Christmas shirt, so of course it looked like Christmas. What's wrong with me? (laughs) And I pretty much enjoyed my day. And I and I'm telling you, like my Christmas really was about the shopping. I enjoyed shopping for people. I enjoyed giving people gifts, and I also enjoyed shopping for myself. Um, and I enjoyed not going to work that day, even though a lot of people went to work on that day, but I didn't go. Um, anyway, so today I just um, since like the year is running out, you know, we have about I think we have like four days left. I just wanted to share with you some of the things that I have learned within the past few weeks. Okay, Um, I would definitely do a podcast about all the things that I've learned within this whole year. But within the past few weeks, um, because you guys haven't heard from me in about two weeks. So um, I have been dealing with some things. I have been passing a lot of tests and I have failed some tests. (laughs) And um, so I'm just going to give you um, some um, tips that I've learned along the way in these past two weeks so number one um anxiety attacks if you suffer from anxiety attacks which i do i don't have anxiety attacks every single day but sometimes like once a week i could be triggered um so i I do want to encourage you to to know what your trigger is what is triggering you is it the smell of that perfume that reminds you of something does that person remind you of something does that um social media um remind you about something Um, does that area remind you about something? Does that phone call remind you about someone or remind you about something or remind you about an incident? Whenever you are triggered, it's a sign that you haven't healed completely from that thing. Okay. It's a sign that you haven't healed completely from that thing. So what you want to do is, first of all, you do want to take your deep breaths. Remember to take your deep breaths. So you take a deep breath, you count up to five or you count up to 10 and then you release. You do that about three, four times. And then you make sure that you drink some cold water and you try to sleep. If there's a couch around there, you could also do something where you could go out and you could 
listen to loud music or you could dance you could completely distract yourself but for me though I do like to calm my nerves down because they've already been attacked okay and they've been heightened by a memory or by a person or by a trigger you know um so sleeping does it for me sleeping always does it for me number two block the triggers no, that's not number two. It's still part of number one. Block the trigger. So if looking at this person on social media get, gives you pulse or it gives you hives, block it. Block it or snooze it or just something. Make sure that you are not exposing yourself to your pain, okay? Because that will be what we call masochistic, okay? To be masochistic is to keep on going closer to your pain, you know, is to keep on making love to a snake. <laughs> you don't do that because you're going to keep getting beaten. And I do understand that there are some people who are so used to getting beaten that they don't even recognize that they're with a snake anymore, you know, and they've gotten used to the bite. As a matter of fact, like there are people who, who can't even survive without the bite. You know, it's amazing. It's a mental problem. Okay, um, it's, it's, and, and let me tell you something about me mental problems. Okay, every single person has, has like some kind of imbalance. Every single person on the face of the earth. The only difference is that some, is that some people have a, 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 a wonderful support system. Some people, um, have a very, very functional, um, marriage or have a functional life or have a functional job, you know, like there's something in their life that is very, very functional. So it's so, so like what that does is it seems to balance all of the dysfunctionalities, but to say that, you know, people don't have something that could be crumbling in their lives will be a lie. Now, the more functionalities that you have in your life, the less dysfunction you will have, obviously, and then the less you will be prone to mental issues, okay? Um, so you want to stay away from your triggers. You just want to stay away from your triggers. And now this is something that I learned about triggers is usually about certain things that, that I was triggered about. Um, I found out that when I'm triggered, it would take me like a whole day or like a whole week to get over that particular trigger, to get over that anxiety attack. But of recent, like I've noticed that I could be triggered for one hour and that's it. You know, and that's a sign that I'm healing over that particular aspect of my life. Another thing is that when I am triggered, I don't just allow myself to be triggered. I sit down and I ask myself, why am I being triggered? Okay, so you want to peel it like an onion. You don't just want to feel pain for nothing. You have to question your pain. Ooh, hey, thank you, Jesus. That was a word. You have to question your pain. Okay, your pain is an alarm. What is it trying to tell you? What is it trying to tell you? Your pain is an alarm. What is it trying to tell you? Okay. Number two, sex is a private conversation. Okay. Sex is a private conversation. Um, so I don't need to know about your sex life and you don't need to know about mine. Sex is a private conversation. <laughs> I'm not going to go deep into that. Okay. Sex is a private conversation. Number three, strike boundaries. I have noticed that I'm somebody who just doesn't have any boundaries. Uh, no, I shouldn't say that I don't have any boundaries, but I am pretty much very, very accessible. And so some people think that my accessibility also means that I am available. I am not available. Okay. I am not available for a relationship because I'm married. I am not available for anything that is outside of the will of God. I am not available, which has also told me that I need to strike more boundaries and stop being overly friendly um, because people could misunderstand the gestures. 
you know here you are just trying to be nice and you're smiling and somebody thinks that is a totally different thing and then you have somebody's wife trying to beat you down and slap you and you're not even I mean like your mind is not even there like you're just being friendly with your white teeth and you're just smiling all over the place and so I have just learned (laughs) you know like I'm just gonna stop being overly friendly even though God knows that there's no motive in my head but uh, there are a lot of insecure people out there and you know people could really really misunderstand your motives you know and you also don't know what people have been through you know you could resemble their past you could resemble a place that they're coming from you know and then like they're just gonna blame everything on you and all hell is gonna break loose and then you're gonna start running and start being pursued or or over over something that you don't even know anything about you know so protect yourself by striking boundaries and not being overly friendly number four become a parent to yourself you've got to become a parent to yourself okay Become a parent to yourself. Every single thing that a parent does for a child, feeds a child, protects a child, hugs a child, loves a child, educates a child, give all of that to yourself. You are a parent to to yourself, whether you like it or not. You are a grown man and a grown woman, okay? You have become a parent to yourself. Now, the question is, are you parenting yourself? Because just as there are parents who are not parents, so I'm going to ask you the same thing. Are you a parent who is not parenting? (laughs) are you a parent who is not parenting yourself or your kids give it all to yourself okay number five observe parameters perimeters and fine prints okay observe that now i'm gonna give you an example i am somebody who gives my all i give my absolute all i throw myself into a situation I throw myself into people's lives I throw myself into places I throw myself into work I just surrender myself 150% sometimes even 200% sometimes even 5000% meanwhile the only thing that is required of me is 1% you know but I don't even read that 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 a 1% all I see is that there is an opportunity for me to give of myself so I completely throw myself and give myself 5,000 now people are expecting me to always give 5,000 and when I'm tired and I want to back up then they look at me like I'm incompetent so of recent when I noticed that I was having a lot of problems in this issue with this issue a lot of people expecting me to give over and beyond and not even saying thank you and not even appreciating what I'm bringing to the table I had to ask myself what is the fine print by the way you know like what is the definition of this relationship what is the definition of of this um, um, church what is the definition of this friendship what is the definition what is the definition of this job what is the the clause you see to everything there is a clause what is the clause C-L-A-U-S-E. What is the clause? Okay, so like I used to have a job where... um, No, I don't want to exit. So I used to have a job where I was just given like so many hours of my time, but I was a per diem worker. Now, a per diem worker is somebody who um, works for only um, every other weekend, which means that you are only required to work four days a whole month. But hey, I was given like 20-something days, like sometimes even the 31 days. You know, or sometimes 25 days. And one day I had to ask myself, what is the clause of this contract? You got to ask the clause of whatever you find yourself in. 
You have to ask for the clause. And when I looked at the clause, I saw that I was only obligated to four days a month. And here I was given so much more and I wasn't even getting a thank you. So what did I do? I completely took myself out of that out of that whole arrangement and mind you the arrangement was me i made that that arrangement some some of you need to stop blaming people for arrangements that you made stop blaming people for arrangements that you make stop blaming people for decisions that you made stop blaming i'm trying to write it down too <laughs> stop blaming people for the arrangements that you made and and, and uh, for the contracts that you made you you decided to go and work yourself to death you decided to do that nobody asked you Nobody told you to do that. So start observing the fine prints of your relationships. Stop giving more than, than, than you should. Um, you know how like sometimes like you're a friend to somebody, but that friend is not a friend to you. You know, that's what I'm talking about. Like you have to define what's going on. What is the clause? If this person is only giving you 20, honey, you better give them 20 or 15. But you don't go out there giving them 100 because you're going to feel shortchanged. And you're going to hurt. Okay? So, observe. Observe perimeters. Observe the fine prints. Okay? Um, number six. Um, some of you um, heard about my, my uh, fish. And I told you, like, how my fish, like, taught me a very, very big lesson. Um, well, the fish died. It actually died a day before Christmas on, on the 24th. I had worked on the 23rd into the 24th. Um, for um, 15 hours but I was away from my house for 17 hours so when I got back the water was extremely cold it, like it was like practically ice this is the winter and there was no heat in my house of course I couldn't leave the heat on um, because I wasn't going to be home like for that long and I didn't realize that that the cold was going to get to it so badly and I came back home and the fish was dead and I learned a lesson from that your your environment your environment will either resurrect you or it will kill you your environment will keep you alive or it will destroy you or it will kill you it will keep you alive or it will kill you period it will keep you alive or it will kill you and that poor fish died because its environment was not conducive for it it could no longer swim it could no longer breathe i noticed that it was at the bottom of the water excuse me it was at the bottom of the tank and that's what happens like when we are hurting and when there is a shock in our lives, we just hit rock bottom and we stay there, you know, and God forbid that the environment becomes even more toxic, you know, then we die there, you know. So I just really, really want to encourage us to find ourselves in in environments, you know, that will not keep us down, but will help us swim upstream. OK, so remember that my last podcast was swim upstream. Yeah, but it's going to be very, very hard for you to swim upstream when everything around you is weighing you down. Okay, um, I am so way, 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 way past my usual time. Number seven, drink water daily. Just drink water um, and take fruits, eat a lot of vegetables. Um, for uh, Christmas, a friend of mine actually bought me like a blender for fruits and everything like that. And I'm just so excited because I just blend the thing and it's like a smoothie and I drink it with my nuts and vegetables and everything, you know, try, try to be healthy. Okay. Number eight, confront in love or shut up. There is somebody that I have um, been meaning to confront for, for, for some time now. Um, but the Holy Spirit has held me back because when you confront, 
in the midst of your anger in a heated moment you're gonna say things that you shouldn't say and you're gonna do a whole lot of blaming and your finger pointing at these people or at this person but when you take some time to breathe and you reprieve and you um, give yourself a couple of days or a couple of weeks you will be able to see um, different angles to that situation even the angle in which you contributed to the madness or, or whatever is going on so that when you do confront you are confronting in love and you are confronting with intelligence and you are confronting with information and not confronting with emotions confronting with information is totally different from confronting with emotions okay so you want to confront in love or shut up <laughs> number nine go for therapy i see a counselor every week y'all it's not something that I hide. I see a counselor every week, every week. And the week that I cannot make it, like I'll call and I'll be like, hey, I can't make it this week. But guess what? I write down everything that I have struggled with or everything that I've passed, all the tests that I've passed, all the tests that I failed and things that I'm worried about why I'm still doing um, a, 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 a certain thing, like the way that I'm still doing it. You know, like I write it down and then I go for the therapy and I discuss that with with um, um, the therapist. Number 10, don't just collect. Learn how to give. Stop collecting. A lot of us just collect, collect, collect. You know, $5, $500. We collect rides from people, phone calls from people. When was the last time that you actually gave to somebody? You know, like when, like when was the last time that you gave, you know? Give somebody a hug. Give somebody a smile. Take your wife out. Tell your husband I love you. Like, give of yourself. Give of yourself. Number 11, sleep. My God, what a medicine, and it's free. Just sleep, okay? Obey your body. When you're tired, sleep. Even if you're not tired, just rest your head. Number 12, be genuine. Um, be, be genuinely happy for people. There are people who have gotten on my nerves and there are people who have hurt me, especially recently. And when I hear good news about them, it just makes me angry. You know, it just makes me angry. And then I have to force myself, girl, you better be happy for them. You know, like be happy that they got a promotion or be happy um, that this door has opened for them or be happy that they're no longer struggling. Be happy, you know force yourself to be happy for people especially people who have really really hurt you okay you can't pay evil with evil you can't quench fire with fire okay um number 13 throw yourself into your purpose completely throw yourself into your purpose and i, I have noticed that when you throw yourself into your purpose it actually helps you with number 12 which is being genuinely happy for people sometimes when we're really not so happy for people that's because that we have a deficit in our own lives you know so go ahead and throw yourself into your purpose and close up the deficits in your life close up the gaps in your own life number 15 or is that number 14 <laughs> number 14 grow your brand and your business there is something that you were called to earth to do go ahead and do it but don't just do it grow it okay so from a business card you 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 have a building and then from a building then you start to expand and from expansion then you're having staff and you're having more departments and you're having more ideas you know make sure that you are expanding number 15 keep personal matters personal keep personal matters personal there is so much from where this came from but i'm just gonna let you go now um in a few days we are going to be going into 2021 go ahead and write down everything that you did not do 
in 2020 and devise a strategy on how you're going to get them done in 2021. Also get a notepad and write down everything that God did for you in 2020 because guess what? He did do a lot. Okay. 2020 was actually really a good year. Okay. So, so God bless you. Bye-bye.